Welcome to Redemption Unveiled. Do you find yourself super busy all the time, but go to bed wondering, is this it? Is this the life I was created for? Truth is, in order to live a life that we love, we must master three things. Our purpose, our relationships, and our identity. If we fail in even one of these things, we will be disappointed. And absolutely none of us should be disappointed in the only life we get to live. Redemption Unveiled is here to help you create a life that you love. But not just that, the life you were made for. Hi, I'm Haley. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back. I have my sister Hannah with us. Hey everyone. And I am so excited. Hannah of the seven of us kids. Hannah is number two and I am number three. So I am excited to have her on. So Hannah and I are very different in our personalities. And we we grew up together. Uh, we're actually less than two years apart. So we went to school together and we have grown up together. We got married at very similar times. And we've always been very close, but very different. I'm much more loud and kind of uh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> said after an awkward pause I'm loud awkward kind of if I come somewhere I'm gonna walk in and not recognize why is everyone looking at me because oh I'm yelling and Hannah's over in the corner you know just quietly being I've always avoided awkward <laughs> Hannah is after Hannah, my early years that is. <laughs> after Hannah past nine once I realized that feeling of everyone's looking at you you should probably stop what you're doing. Yeah, I changed that. <laughs> so, um, but what I what I want to talk about today, Hannah, is there are so many people that don't know how to stay close to their family or longtime friends into adulthood because you choose different lives. Some people have kids, some people don't, some people get married, some people don't, some people become different politically, different religiously, different different parenting styles. It's so one of the things that I love about our family is through the years, it was not just immediate, but mm-hmm. through the years we found ways to how do we stay close yet allow everyone to have their own family units of opinions and beliefs and yet still come together and still live life in a way that I feel like we're all very, very close. Like we are going to be there for anything that anyone goes through. Like yeah. no no questions, questions asked. But like for you and I, so I'm much more, and just tell me if you disagree because I'm, <laughs> I, or maybe don't tell me if you disagree. So See what you're going to say first. I would say in general, I tend to be, um, more comfortable with, I guess, awkward or conflict or kind of facing things head on. I, you know, I say like, I'm an Enneagram eight. I'm like, let's get everything on the table. It's more, it's less awkward to have everything on the table. <laughs> That's because then we true. all know what is on the table. <laughs> I always joke, like, let's talk about everything on the table. We want to talk about that elephant in the corner. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. That's, like, comfortable to me. Yeah. I find that to be less awkward than not talking about the elephant in the room. Right. So I kind of thought it might be kind of fun to talk about a time years ago that you and I had some disagreements. And... Uh, we had gotten into some arguments. I had actually yelled at some of your kids and you were frustrated with me. And not just that, there was a few other things that had happened and you ended up calling me and just explaining to me, I'm not okay with how you 
have behaved with my family unit. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't say that, yeah. but I'm just trying to use the reference. That I, just... I am very professional in all my language. <laughs> family unit A is not happy. No, but I mean, I think in general, if we all think about as adults, and even if you're not married and you don't have kids, you are now your own person. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. get to pick who you marry. You get to pick what you want to, like, do you want to have kids? Where do you want to live? Like, to me, these are... Beautiful things about life. And I have this strong belief that every adult should get to make their own choices. Even if I completely disagree with what that person's doing over there, if they're not doing something that's wrong to like their kids or, you know, just like black and white. To me, I have like this really strong desire Mm -hmm. that it is your job and your privilege to live the life you want to live. Like you and like your husband's name is Dustin, my brother-in-law. And (laughs) get that straight. (laughs) And... Like, I think that's beautiful that you two come together and you guys kind of figure out what works for you. And then you raise these humans that you feel peaceful to. And I actually see that a lot in all, because there's seven of us Mm -hmm. kids. And so six of the seven are married. You could not, there's some of us that are similar in some ways. And, you know, you could not say this family and this family is the same. Right. Yeah. I mean, period. Like, no, I mean, we, we all do it very We have very different <laughs> life choices, every yeah. single one of us. Even just things, you know, spiritually or politically or with COVID or, you know, sports, I, or sports family activities. Parenting. Or, um, yeah, like how busy do we want to be? Yeah. Do we do, prof- you know, professional? <laughs> do we do? We already have professional athletes. <laughs> do we do competitive? Do we not? Do we, you know, do, I mean, all these different things. Do yeah. we, how do we parent? What discipline style do we like? Are we really strict? Are we laid back? Are we, you have all, because we have seven families, six of us married, all six of those have kids. Yeah. So you now are dealing with three generations of people, mom and dad, all the siblings, and then the grandkids that are all fairly close, and how we deal with conflict, how we deal with disagreements. And I'm over here like, I want to be very close to all my family. <laughs> how can I support you, but also be very clear on who I am. Like, I want to be free to be who I am. I have a lot of opinions, and I want to be free to have this podcast and share what I'm called to do, but yet I want you to do what you're called to do, even if, like, we're not going to all do it under the same umbrella or the same exact same way or the same opinions, you know? And I've really tried, and you can tell me if I've failed, because it's less awkward to have it all on the table. guys. (laughs) Here's the moment. I have tried to be a voice in your life that cheers you on. Mm -hmm. And... I really believe I've always like in the last 15 years of adulthood, I have recognized there was a season of my life that I started realizing we could all grow up and we don't have to be close. Like that's not how the story always ends. Mm -hmm. There's seven of us. We don't have to. I mean, you believe that? How dare you? You, you said that to my kid. How dare you? Whatever, you know, 4th of July. How dare you? You know, (laughs) Things, but things build and years go by and people get hurt. And then before you know it, nobody wants to get together at Christmas. Nobody wants to get together at Easter. You know, right. drop off yeah. minor holidays first. <laughs> Maybe you still hold on to Christmas. But our family, one of the things that I have said before, but like mom did that very well. After a few years when we started having kids, I saw a shift in mom mm-hmm. where all of a sudden she put herself in the back seat. It didn't happen immediately. I mean, she had to take a little, you know, like at first she was like really invested in all of our marriages and parenting. And I think she thought that was supposed to be her role. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it just clicked to her like, this isn't my role anymore. You guys are picking your life 
and I'm done. Like, not done, but I'm <laughs> over here in the corner if you need me. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's a huge shift that a lot of parents don't get that memo. Let me do a little memo here <laughs> for any parent of adult kids. Get yourself in the corner and yeah. keep your mouth shut unless your kid is asking you what they Asking you for advice. completely out of line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if they're doing anything, probably illegal behavior, those kind of things, you might need to step in. But for the most part, it really is, once you have adult children, it's their choice. Even if they are making mistakes right. and you're thinking, wow, that's going to blow up in your face, you've got to let your kid live. Like, that's a beautiful thing. And honestly, thing. they're not probably going to take it very well if you barge in and just say, well, you should be doing this. You shouldn't let them do this. You should do this. And it would be come across much better if they're asking you for that advice. Kayla <laughs> <laughs> says. No, I, I, yeah, but, but I look at, so like going back to you and I, is like we had this, we, we were growing up and we got married and we started having kids and it became apparent like you're going to do it your way, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. And like we had that situation where you were frustrated and I was completely out of line to cross over and yell at your kids when you were, you know, there in the situation and you called me out on that and this was some of the stuff that taught me the things that I teach now is Mm -hmm. like you saying hey you crossed the line here and I am the type person where I actually felt it's not like I ever like to hear if I made a mistake and it's uncomfortable I mean that's not even something I I don't love confrontation like you do so (laughs) I don't love confrontation but I love to know when things make sense like, it made sense to me because I had recognized you had been acting a little different. So then when you come talk to me, it made me excited because I recognized we could talk about that and I could tell you my heart. Right. And yeah. I even told you some of the things that I had issues with. Well, okay, then how am I supposed to handle this? Well, what about when this happens? What about when that happens? Mm-hmm. And you were, even you, like, you were like, oh, well, I'll have to think about that situation. You know what I mean? Like, you, because you were able to say, okay, I see your side too a little yeah. bit. And then, and then I feel like I can just remember that night texting you and thanking you for, for reaching out and telling me those things because I know you. You are not an eight. You are not a person that, that you like that. You don't like conflict. Yeah. You don't want, you would have rather not have that conversation. But you know what? I recognize you had that conversation with me because you loved me and you wanted to stay close in our family. And this is what I really want people to understand about conflict number one it doesn't always take conversation but number two when it does take conversation there are so many times if you do it the right way it brings you closer mm-hmm. and like when you talk to me about it you you were definitely had moments of like frustrated kind of talking about it but I also know like I don't question your heart like I know you love me yeah. and I know that you want to be close to me because you've always been that role like you're my older sister and you've always made it clear like I'm your sister <laughs> the older sister <laughs> the older <laughs> more mature the sister. Older sister. I but I guess I've always embraced that role with you like you you're my only older sister you yeah. know you you are a person that I don't have anywhere else in my life right. like I yeah. have many little sisters <laughs> those. oh those little chopped livers <laughs> if you're listening little sisters but but you played a specific role in my life and I know that you 
are constant. And I, maybe some people don't know that for their siblings. Yeah. But for me, I do. Yeah. And I just knew, like, no matter what, you love me. Even if you were saying, Haley, you failed. Haley, you need to stop. Haley, you know, <laughs> I don't know if No, but that can be how it feels when yeah. someone says anything to you about well, anything. Well, if you want to be honest, like, honestly, anything that has to do with your kids makes rises up something inside yeah you know like the mama bear is protective of her kids you know and not saying my children are perfect I mean there's been you know things that we everyone you know we're all a work in progress and so I think just realizing in that like in that situation looking back I'm like I was in a vulnerable spot with my child in our world together anyway you know yeah and then you have that situation on top of that and you have your own things going on in your family, you know, things you're working out with your kids, you know. And so you kind of have everyone, you know, is doing their best. Yeah. And realizing back then, I maybe didn't know what I, you know, what I was doing. I just really want to encourage people to understand. I, I, conflict is like a bad word to people. Even people like me, I, I don't like comfort. I prefer us all to be holding hands and singing kumbaya, kumbaya, like in a fun way, you know. But, like, but, but conflict is the path to getting the relationships that I want. Like, I can remember being a young girl and literally looking ahead at my life and thinking, when I grow up, I'm going to raise my kids with, you know, my brothers and sisters and be so close to my family. And as we got older, it I don't know why. I just, I'm a person that looks ahead a lot. And I could just see how there are alternate paths in mm-hmm. life where we, it's not a guarantee. Like when you grow up, you know, when you are in your 20s and you're making your decisions on who you're going to marry and how you're going to parent and how you keep your relationships going with your with your parents and with your siblings and with their kids. These things aren't guaranteed. And yeah. I I realized, okay, I've got to find a way. And this is just me, I'm sure, in my journey. But mm-hmm. I've got to find a way. How do I stay close to my siblings and to my mom and dad, even though I'm not going to necessarily, we're not going to all walk hand in hand and make every one of the same decisions and make all the same decisions for our kids and for our life. And then, you know, even you have things like politics and covid these are situations that every family is in the world has been going through right now. But some of these things are decisions we made years ago of how are we, how do we stay close? And for me, I realized I had to define that you were no longer my sister, that we could just have screaming fights like we were in high school and I could say whatever and call you whatever and then move on. Like that's not how adulthood relationship works. Now you're my sister that is building a beautiful life of your own with your own choices and I'm over here making my life. And it's easy to look over at the other person and be like, wait, why'd you do it that way? Mm-hmm. Why are you, are you trying to say something about the way I'm doing it? You know, yeah. and, and sometimes, sometimes people can do that on purpose. And sometimes it's just, hey, we're both building and we notice it's different. And right. how, yeah. how can you settle into the uncomfortable, uncomfortableness of with your life and your time on this earth, that's what you're building. And with my life and my time on this earth, this is what I'm building. And this is what God is asking me to build. Mm-hmm. And that's what God's asking you to build. And sometimes too, for me, I just like two feet in the ground, choose to respect my brothers and sisters' choices, even if they're not what I want to do. Even if at times I'm like, wow, I hope that's what's best for you. Or I even maybe sometimes you're like, wow, I could see that not going well. But at the end of the day, two feet in the ground, I'm your cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And I'm making my choices. 
I want you to make your choices, you know? So I just felt like I valued that so much when you were able to call me and say, hey, we need to have a talk and I'm not okay with you making this choice. And it really taught me so much on like where my line was of, Mm -hmm. it made sense. Like, here's my line, like my house, my family, my choices, you know? And there was some crossover there that right. we had to discuss. Well, what about this? What do you do in this? Like, what happens when this blends? You know, mm-hmm. What if this, yeah. you know? So it's not all black and white. But it was clear to me in that situation. It was like, yeah, I, there's parts of this that I was wrong. Yeah. And that was, but then I knew you. I knew you and you did not, you're not one that, not to say, if you're mad, I'm not saying that you won't uh, be angry, but you're not going to be one that just sets and then, enjoys making a phone call where you right, have to yeah. talk to someone you know no. yeah, and I think I really a lot of people relate to that yeah that definitely takes kind of realizing like okay this is like something that has to be addressed or else I may never talk to you again like yeah. you know like and I can get that's when the awkwardness comes in like well this is a weird situation what's going on but for me yeah it was like realizing obviously the situation went very awry and we've got to talk about it. But then looking back and seeing that those boundaries that we set up and that we discussed have actually helped both of us go forward in parenting. And like we've mentioned, that everyone in our family does it differently. And those first few years when we're all fumbling around trying and you kind of feel like everyone's supposed to do it the same. And then you realize we're all our own families. Like we all can choose to handle everything a little bit differently. And... And sometimes when, truthfully, when you're in the middle of toddlers on toddlers, sometimes people snap. Yes. <laughs> and yes. sometimes that person is me. Well, <laughs> you know? and me. And, yes. I mean, sometimes it's just like, yeah. I can't take it anymore. You know, everyone, stop talking to me. <laughs> I can hit you all. No, yeah. not really. I don't say that. But, I mean, truthfully, you just, as a mom, you get to the end and you're like, I am so overwhelmed right now. Right. And yeah. if you're the person who talks to me next, you're going to <laughs> see that yeah. in a strong expression of anger yeah. and rage, you know? Yeah. I definitely think once you can figure out, and it's okay to work through it together, you know, it's okay to have discussions. And like I said, that is very awkward for me. That is not my number one go-to. A lot of times I'm like, I'm going to see if I can figure this out on my own, in my own zone, like before I have to talk to somebody about it. Because that's just not something I enjoy at all. And it's more like an avoid type thing. Yeah. But then learning that that doesn't always work. sometimes you can't can't avoid it. If you want to keep people in your life, there's sometimes you can't avoid it. Right, exactly. And so you have to, you have to push through the awkward and the uncomfortable. You have, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable. And what I've learned in the last few years is it's in the uncomfortable where you actually grow. Absolutely. And so as much as I hate being uncomfortable, I mean, I learned pretty quick. I don't like uncomfortable situations. I don't like awkward situations. Like, and so I kind of started forming my life like, okay, well just that if I keep it in this zone, like it won't happen. Well, then you have kids and that kind of goes (laughs) out the window, you know, but I think if, yeah, if you can set up some boundaries and just, you don't have to be harsh about the conversations. Like just be like that, like hurt my feelings. Like I really don't want you talking to my kid that way. Or you know, here's something we're dealing with in our home. And for you to do that, like really made me like really vulnerable. Yeah. And like, you know, just realizing like. And sometimes too, when you see past, like I know for me, I've gotten to have those conversations with you that I all of a sudden realize, 
oh, I see and I understand now yeah. what what you're doing and why you're doing it. Which not to say that we owe that to anyone. Right. Yeah. But when it you do you see that in someone who you haven't understood, it just helps. You're like, yeah. oh, I understand that. I understand the situation. Yeah. And there can be beauty in, in differences. Mm-hmm. And if you if you are too insecure to be able to say that's okay that they're doing it like that, and I can celebrate them yeah. without believing, and maybe they are judging me, but I don't have to believe they're judging me, and I can believe they're celebrating me, or even if they're not and they're openly judging me, I can choose for myself. Like right. for me, I've just decided. I decided long ago. <laughs> Gosh, this is finally where I'm getting my singing career started. No, I just decided like black and white, I'm going to be close to my siblings. I'm going to support them in their life and their choices. And and part of that is I, I want to have that safety to give you what you are doing so that I can feel that freedom to be free to be who I mm-hmm. want to be. Because yeah. the truth is, is I do feel like I am able to have that in a way that many people don't. Like, as I've stepped out and do things, like, and I don't even feel like it is about you guys, like, being obsessed with what I'm doing or listening to everything or sharing everything or anything. It's like, I just, at the end of the day, you guys are rooting for me right. and saying yeah. like, I want you to succeed. And it's like, I'm rooting for you guys. Like I want all the different things to work, even though that's not how I'm maybe going to spend my time yeah. this day on, you know, that mission. But like, really, I, I just wish more people in family, like adult siblings could, if, and how sometimes, too, it just takes one person. Like, if, if nobody in your family comes from that place, just be the person that says, I will be a safe place, and I will celebrate my siblings, even if they don't celebrate me. And I will just put my feet in the ground and say, I'm going to create a culture of safety and celebration and a safe place that when I do get a phone call that says, hey, we need to have a talk, it's like, okay, I don't have to claim all responsibility for every single thing, but I can own my part. Mm-hmm. We can have a discussion, hopefully productive. But at the end of the day, I can say, thank you for being willing to have a, a phone call with me. Because I, I know you. I know exactly how you feel about those kind of, like I knew that cost you. And I knew the only reason you made the phone call was because you love me. Yeah. And like you love our friendship and you're not willing to just say, hey, I'm not going to have a phone. I'm not going to have a call with her because it's too hard. Yeah. And I knew that. And I want to honor that, which that was that's something that in my course coming up in March, I'm so excited about because one of the things I talk about is when do you make the call and when do you not make the call? Mm-hmm. And I have now through many mistakes <laughs> learned when that is my place to say, I've got to call you. And when it's not productive to say, hey, um, I want to talk to you about our relationship, because sometimes it's not productive. And I don't think that's what God wants all the time. Like sometimes it's not about making the call. Sometimes, like you said, it's about what am I supposed to do for Mm -hmm. myself? How much is my responsibility and how much is crossover that we do need to have a talk about boundaries because they keep coming over on my boundaries, you know, (laughs) like for me, it was very clear when you said, hey, I want my child treated like this. That was a very clear boundary to me. This is your human being you're raising and it's your job. Like if you tell me this is a boundary I'm putting in place, I have enough complete respect and self-control to completely respect that boundary. Got it, you know? Um, So I don't know. I just, I really want to encourage people that you've got to understand conflict. You've got to understand why and when you need it. 
do not just make the call because you're mad. (laughs) Do not make the call just because someone made a mistake. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it's just, okay, that was a weird 4th of July and we've (laughs) got to move on. Or that was a a Christmas. They were stressed. We were stressed. Like kind of the perfect storm. And this isn't a repetitive thing or something, you know. And then sometimes it's, hey, this is a repetitive thing and we need to kind of readdress, you know. So I don't know. I think there's some nuances to it. And realizing there's, like, grace. Like, was I being really sensitive in that situation? I mean, maybe they didn't mean it that way. I mean, there's certain times that it's just, like, it can be so chaotic. And, yeah. I mean, at that point, it's just, it is what it, it like, it's not that big of a deal. You right. know? And then there's other situations where it's like, okay. Because, I mean, we, we gotta, definitely have times in our family where yeah. there is yelling that Other takes chaos place. with children <laughs> everywhere. And with sometimes, of them running around. sometimes with the adults, <laughs> adult on adult yelling. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we know, like, we are for each other yeah. and not against each other. And right. that's what yeah. makes family. And sometimes it's about saying, I will value you and I do value you no matter what. And, and realizing just, your place isn't everywhere. Like, your place is your family. Exactly. You know, and it takes a little while to figure that out. And I can look across and see something happening within another family, and I don't have to be a part of it, you right. know. Of course, if my child's involved, then I right. have to then get, get involved. But, <laughs> right. You know, and that's the beauty of families, is we all get to build them the way we want to build them, but we're also together. So yeah. they kind of overlap. But, but I think because of our sheer quantity, we have had to learn that and also though I think in some ways it makes it easier because there I do think it maybe is harder in families where you just have two or three families with a smaller group of kids that comparison is harder and it's easier for one family to be isolated but coming from a person like us who has a family of seven or you know seven different families that are all growing together are not the same I am just really encouraging people if you're listening to this own the fact that everyone's different feelings get hurt people make mistakes sometimes yelling happens (laughs) sometimes you're gonna have different parenting styles beliefs you know and as much as you can respect each family unit Mm -hmm. to make their choices it doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but right. respect their right. But that's to why you do have it. your own family. You get your family. <laughs> Everyone fasten their seatbelt yeah. and put on their own life preserver first. Like you are in charge of you. Yeah. And again, that's another thing that I'm gonna. I'm so excited about my course because I, I'm talking through that. Like this is your your yeah. zone. Right. In your zone, this is what you do, and this is how you get things organized in your zone. You know. And sometimes there's a learning curve. I As, mean, we've all had we had to walk grace. through that. Grace. Work through. If you can have someone that says, you made a mistake and I want to talk about your mistake. And then you can say, I forgive you for my, for your mistake. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and that's truly relationship and friendship. And you're not always going to get that. Sometimes it's like, I forgive myself for the mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah. forgive myself for the mistake. <laughs> they, however, are not on the same page as me. But anyway, well, I'm really thankful, Hannah, that you're willing to come on and have a conversation about this. And I know a lot of people are going to yeah, enjoy the conversation. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. Have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend or putting it on your social? If you want to follow me on my social media, it's Redemption Unveiled on Instagram and Facebook or Haley Marie Carter on my personal Instagram. I truly believe you do not have to live stuck in your own life. So use the choices you have to find that freedom you crave. I'll see you next time.
拜。